0: Take care of your natural hair.
1: Some of the most lasting consequences of the pandemic continue being felt by Black-owned businesses in our area.
0: I got denied for a business loan. Some of my friends got approved for, for the loan.
1: They're dealing with several challenges, including a loss of revenue, laying off employees, and fears of closing their doors for good. But there's hope for companies looking to turn things around, including access to credit, low-interest loans, mentors, training, and experienced entrepreneurial know-how. Tonight, new efforts to boost black businesses in South Florida. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to our NBC6 Virtual Voices on our Facebook and YouTube pages. I am Jawan's trader. Well, as many of you already know, 2020 has been a very...
0: Take care
1: of... So many different ways including for Black-owned businesses. Now, if yours is one of them, you'll want to stay right here. If you have any questions or comments, ask them, and we'll do our best in order to get to them. Of course, we have a lot of information to share with you tonight, so let's get right to it. Okay, let's welcome our panelists. We have a lot of them, so please welcome joining us Marvel Bishop. He is the owner of Bishop Executive Services, a Miami-based luxury concierge service. Also welcome M.J. Green. He is the vice president and fund director at the Dade County Federal Credit Union and manages the Rise Miami-Dade Fund. Alfred Sanchez, president and CEO of the Greater Miami Chamber of Commerce. Eric Knowles is the CEO of the Miami-Dade Chamber of Commerce as well. And please welcome Mike Finney is president and CEO of the Miami-Dade Beacon Council. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're going to hear from uh, a, a, a young woman uh, who is a business owner here coming up. She is not on the panel, uh, but we're going to be hearing from her shortly. But uh, Mr. Bishop, let's start off with you. Let's talk about your business here real fast. Tell me a little bit about Bishop Executive Services. What is it exactly?
2: So um, thank you for having me, first of all, uh, Mr. Strader. Thank you for everybody for having me. Uh, Bishop Executive Services is actually a, uh, a luxury service business. Uh, concierge service where we pretty much handle, um, all levels of VIP, uh, clients, um, pretty much mid-level, high level, and, um, pretty much we try to, you know, give them the experience of what it is to pretty much be in Miami. So if you're looking for, you know, for yachts, for cars, for, you know, bookings for restaurants, lounges, clubs, private jets, uh, we definitely, you know, consider us, uh, as a very, very prestigious company where, uh, we provide these services. And at the end of the day it's all about experience so we try to pretty much you know give them the uh, best experience possible
1: i love it well let's talk about the pandemic and its impact on your company what type of impact has it had
2: well um i would say that uh you know our company definitely has uh, a lot of um you know high net worth clients that do come here um, in miami to the you know more of the uh the well-known events, I should say, you know, like WMC, which is a winter music conference, uh, you know, Ultra Music Festival, Art Basel. And um, you know, to just have like a quick story, um, we were actually really gonna be, you know, set up to prepare for our clients for the WMC. Um, but unfortunately, the week leading up to that was actually the time that we, you know, the pandemic, I believe, actually started. And um, we've had about maybe about 10 or maybe 15 clients ready to go, you know, have a very safe and great time here in Miami. But, um, you know, Miami, the government basically, you know, just said that, hey, we're not going to have we're, we're in a pandemic now. And all the, uh the events are pretty much closed. So um, that definitely gave us a huge hit in our, our revenue. Um, I definitely had to let go, um, you know, a lot of people as well. It wasn't really a, a really good time, but, you know, we, we pretty much had to adjust. And honestly, we, we definitely lost a lot of revenue for that.
1: And Marvel, you're not alone. A lot of businesses did as well. But let's talk about some of the resources out there. Were you able to find the help that you needed?
2: Yes. Yes. It, it um, To be very honest with you, I did find help. Um you know, I definitely got the uh, the triple P loan that definitely helped us out. Um, but um, it kind of, you know, took a little bit longer than usual. But you know, I'm definitely one of the lucky ones to um, definitely, you know, receive help. But definitely, you know, uh, more importantly, you know, the uh, the, the rise on Miami Dade um, definitely uh, came in at the right time. I should say that um, that has definitely been a, a blessing to um continue the operations that we have at Bishop Executive Services. So, you know, we can definitely have people, you know, work again and um, you know, use it for marketing, use it for capital. Um and pretty much, you know, just day-to-day uh stuff. So um having that fund definitely uh gave us the boost and the confidence needed um to try to, you know, pretty much continue um, you know, our
1: our uh, our business lives to say the least. Amen. Yeah, amen to that. And let's talk to uh, let's talk to Mr. M.J. Green now, who is the vice president fund director of the Miami-Dade County Federal Credit Union and manages the Rise Miami-Dade Fund. Let's talk about the Rise Miami-Dade Fund. Uh, M.J., what what exactly is that?
3: So thank you for having me. First of all, the Rise Miami-Dade Fund is a public private partnership with Miami-Dade County, Um, the local CDFIs, BBIF, Axion and Miami Bayside and uh, the Dade County Federal Credit Union, all coming together to support the local small businesses. So what uh, we really wanted to do is we know that Miami is a place full of culture and vibrancy and really wanted to support those small businesses that are the backbone uh, of the communities that we live in here.
1: And why is this a, a good, fun option, especially for, for black business owners out there? Why would you say it, it's, it's a good one to maybe explore?
3: Uh, It's a good option because the the requirements we really took into thought, you know, the mom and pop and the real small businesses, right? So we're looking for businesses of less than $2 million in revenue, less than 25 employees. Uh, We have a low credit threshold of 575. Uh, We're really looking to make an impact in those communities that really need the funds.
1: Very good point. And let's move on to Alfred Sanchez now, then I'm going to come back over to you in just a little bit, Mr. Green. But uh, Alfred, let's talk about what what you're doing and let's talk about what the 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 greater miami chamber of commerce is doing in order to try to help some of those businesses especially black businesses out there uh that got a lot of attention especially after the death of george floyd tell us about gmcc unites program what exactly is that program
4: uh, John, thank you. And great being with everyone. Uh, you, you're, you've you always been a great friend and uh, great to be with all of my partners here. L- the uh, Greater Miami Chamber, after the death of uh, George Floyd uh, and, and all of those that kept coming, we really wanted to make a statement. Um, and one of the things that we wanted to do is to um, sort of provide a greater platform for uh, integration for interaction uh with some of the top businesses in the in the community which are members of, of the chamber it happened for 113 years. So we uh, put together G- GMCC unites and it's a it's really an outreach from our members to the uh, small business black owned businesses uh community to, to come in under their umbrella to uh, our our members have several slots and basically they're going to give up one of their slots to invite a black owned business to come into the chamber and really become a part integrated into the chamber, really um, engage in all of the different activities and start to connect with businesses that otherwise they may not have come into orbit with. So um, what we're hoping is that through that we'll be able to create opportunities for connections for businesses and raise the level of prosperity of our Black-owned businesses. On top of that, we really want to sort of plant this uh, tree in the soil and let the roots grow into the future, so we're setting aside board five board positions for uh, members who are uh, a part of the program to have uh, basically voting rights and, and have a say in terms of how the chamber progresses into the future.
1: And we know that mentorship is also extremely important. Uh, and, and before we come back over to you, uh, I did earlier speak with another business owner and Ernisha Randolph. She happens to be the CEO of Sweet Butter Hospitality and she is a mentor as well for all of those black business owners out there that may not know exactly what to do. She talked about the challenges that she faces in finding some of, some of these resources available, especially for black business owners. This is what she had to say earlier.
0: We applied for everything that we could apply for. Um, Thankfully, we did get the the PPP loan. We didn't get those high numbers that I'm hearing um, from other businesses, but I'm grateful for what we did get. Um, And we got in the tens of thousands. I'm hearing people got in the millions and in the hundreds of thousands. Um, So I'm grateful for that much. However, um, you know, we, we weren't as lucky as some other ones, but we are grateful for what we did get
1: amen and what have you learned Ernisha, throughout this whole process that we've been going through but you as a business owner what have you learned throughout this
0: Joanne, listen i have learned so much number one i don't think that in, in all of the ifs and and coulds and and what could happen i don't think we ever predicted or or i've ever learned or heard of there being a pandemic or a situation like COVID. So um, I've learned that definitely, you most definitely have to have a diversified portfolio as an entrepreneur, but you also have to be willing and ready to pivot in order to, you know, just make sure that you can survive and thrive during these times, instead of, you know, going out like unfortunately so many people have.
1: And and Ornisha, do you believe it's more challenging to get access to some of these resources being a black business owner?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of my my um, my counterparts, you know, they're not having problems like I I mentioned the numbers in the millions and even in the hundreds of thousands where um, we applied for various um, opportunities and we only got the PPP loan and that was only in the tens um, of thousands, you know, so, you know, Comparing that to, to um, some of our other counterparts, our, our, our white and our Hispanic counterparts, it's just it doesn't add up. And I can mm. see why that number is that, you know, if that number is accurate of 41 percent of businesses going un- black owned businesses going under, I can see why.
1: All right. Some uh, good information there from Ernisha. Now I want to move on over to Eric Nose, who happens again to be the CEO of the Miami-Dade Chamber of Commerce. So, Eric, I, I got to ask you as far as because we talked about mentor mentors and, and, and mentorships in, in regards to small business owners out there. I'm just curious as to your members, because the chamber kind of works as a, a mentor in some ways to some of those small business owners. What are you seeing,
5: um, Jawan? Exactly. Uh, black businesses are suffering. But to your point, from a mentorship pro, um, perspective, I, b- I believe for us to move forward, we need to create mentor protege programs. And I talk about that a lot with the county. I know the school board has a program. Uh, Jackson Hospital had a program for contractors uh, to, to be mentored. And so it is very important that we create these programs for our businesses to grow. But when you talk about access to the PPP or EIDL, and I want to say this, the EIDL is still uh, available to businesses right now. So if you have not applied for EIDL, which is the emergency um, assistance money, it is still available. For instance, uh, with the hurricanes going up towards uh, New Orleans, that's what the EIDL money is for Um, emergencies. So I just want to say that to those businesses that have not applied for whatever reason, those dollars are still there. So again, our businesses have had challenges and I talk about having your back of the house together. A lot of our businesses did not have their paperwork together, or they, they weren't even um, registered properly in terms of being able to receive the PPP money. So that's one thing in our community is we have to get the back of our house together.
1: Amen to that, uh, Eric, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I want to move over to Mike Finney now, the president and CEO of the Miami-Dade Beacon Council. Mike, uh, please share with business owners out there who may be watching exactly what the Beacon Council does.
6: Yeah, thanks, Juwan. Uh, Beacon Council serves as the official economic development partner for Miami-Dade County. Uh, We work with businesses of all types, uh, small businesses, uh, tech-based startups, large established companies, Our work is both in the community and outside the community. Uh, We really look at the entire United States at companies that are looking to expand and grow into other markets and we try and bring those companies here. And then we do the same thing on a a global basis in particular in Europe and in Latin America. And so, uh, you know, as that official economic development partner, we work with virtually everybody that's on this call right now uh, in, in, in very close partnerships and then, of course, with our governmental partners throughout Miami-Dade County.
1: And I want to make sure that people that are watching and listening to you, Mike, as well as uh, others, that they know about these resources available. And, 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 Mike, what you did, you put together a long list of resources at bizhelp.miami. Tell us a little bit about that.
6: Yeah, Juwan, bizhelp.miami, I would encourage every listener If you're looking for resources that are available in Miami-Dade County, including all the resources that have been mentioned by the other speakers, go to bizhelp.miami, and you'll be able to find those resources listed there. Essentially what we did when uh, the businesses started shutting down as a result of COVID, uh, we wanted to make sure that we aggregated in one place, every resource that was uh, easily identifiable that could be available to help businesses and individuals as we start to recover from this crisis. And so if you need access to any of the loan programs that have been referenced, the PPP or the EIDL or any other loan or grant program, it's going to be listed on BizHelp.miami. It's an amazing resource that's there and available to help. The other thing that we did that's really important is we formed a team with roughly 26 other organizations. So it's organizations like uh, BBIF and the the other CDFIs that uh, MJ mentioned. Uh, It's uh, Chemical and Prospera and, of course, the the Miami-Dade Chamber, and many other organizations are partnering with us to deliver uh, the kind of technical support a lot of the small businesses and black businesses, in this case, need in order to qualify for those loans. Uh, The young lady that you had on a little bit earlier, or Nisha, uh, I would encourage her to reach out to us and see if there aren't other programs and and other technical assistance that can be brought to bear by some of the partners that uh, we're working with.
1: And Do let's I'm, go back over to, yes, yes, who, 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 whoever, go ahead, chime in. So in. Alfred, go ahead, I think
4: uh, we're talking about a lot of resources. Eric mentioned yes. the uh, economic injury disaster loan that's out there by the state. Tens of thousands of dollars available. No one's applying for it because they don't know that it's been reopened. Um, Career Source South Florida has uh, opened up. Uh, grant program that that, the Greater Miami Chamber uh, administers some of it, Mike and uh, the Beacon Council administers some, I think uh, a chemical and others, Uh, you could get up to $10,000 in reimbursement. This is a grant. This is not a loan. $10,000 in reimbursement for monies that you spent, non-payroll related, but monies you spent to put your business ready to open up Safely, so all of the PPE equipment, uh, the 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 uh, you know the, the markers to say we know how to social distance, yeah. everything that you expend, right. maybe laptops for your staff to work remotely, as long uh, as you have the receipts, there's a way to get reimbursed. So you can go to the chamber or you can go to the Beacon Council for uh, to apply. To that, and, say, and you know, we 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 are administering up to five hundred thousand dollars. So there's plenty of money to get our small business. You have to be a small business, uh, less than fifty employees, and like I said, it has to be reimbursable. So you
1: have to have already spent it. Uh, but if you have it, you can and you can prove it. There's money to be had for for your business. Well it's important to just keep those small businesses open right We want to make sure that they stay open they're the fabric of our community and that's why we're having this show right now. We want to make sure they know that these resources are available. so uh, Alfred where can where can they find some of these resources? you just threw out a lot of information there. So yeah. if I'm a small business owner I may not remember like or where even know where to go to find some of these resources.
4: Yeah, I think if you go to the chamber website, if you go to the Beacon Council website, uh, 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 MiamiChamber and uh, I'm sure Mike will give you the Beacon Council's website. But uh, all we, we all have them, and, and we really are trying to help as many. You know, we're casting out as big a net as possible to help as many businesses. And I think you know, listen, those that's the cash. I think the other thing is the long term. How do we take yes. uh, how do we take our businesses from where they are now to even greater heights? in in the development. And I think, you know, the programs that we're talking about are part of that. Uh, Just I mean, you mentioned mentorship and um, Eric talked about it. That's extremely important That's part of the the, uh, uh, GMCC Unites program as well, where, you know, you're mentored with a business that is going to make you you know, bring you through the, the, the chamber experience, and and you know share share experiences in terms of how do you run your business. We're looking at uh, partnering with uh, you know entrepreneurial companies to bring those kind of services to entrepreneurs who want to scale up their business. So I think you've got a lot of organizations in this in this uh, uh, program that are that have resources for small businesses, and I would just urge
1: everybody to reach out to one of us. Uh because we're we're there. We've got resources. We're waiting to help you. And we want to make sure that people know that their resources are available in Broward County as well, because we're talking about Miami Dade, and we have a lot of Miami Dade folk right here. Uh, but those resources that are available in Broward County. But I want to come back over to Marvel Bishop, uh, and and you you're hearing all the talk right now about the resources. Did you know that these resources were available that we're talking about right now?
2: Um yes, yes I did actually. Um that was just how, me.
1: How did you know? How did you um, know?
2: honestly through a, a great network of uh you know entrepreneurs that pretty much knew about this? Um and um I have a, a very uh, close circle of mine that we definitely do and we um just you know pretty much put each other on when it comes to like, any type of resources. Um so yeah, for the most part I did, but I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> but you did your homework and you have mentors, because yeah. it sounds like yeah. that's what we we're talking about as far as those yeah. mentors out there that are available to help you and to guide you, especially if you're going through a tough time, like so many businesses are uh, right about now. And um, and and MJ, let's let's go back over to you and, and let's talk about um, just how much money may be left in the fund, because we keep on talking about the money there. But of course, this money
3: runs out. Sure. We still do uh, have quite a ways to go before the funds run out. We're trying to get those those dollars out there. We were granted um, $25 million uh, from Miami-Dade County. Um, so there still is money out there. We still are accepting applications and processing them as quickly as we possibly can. And it's important that people not only apply, but also similar to how Marvel got to us, you know, tell your network so we can get that information out there. Sometimes word of mouth is the best type of advertising. So I'm glad and lucky that we're able to do this and participate in this call. Uh, but I also hope the people who hear this tell your friends and family so the information can get to them and get used.
1: And Eric Knowles, I want to come back over to you, because, of course, we we already talked about the mentors uh, and, and why that's so important when you have a small business, especially being a, a black business owner, Eric. But as far as those resources that we talked about, I, I just wanted to ask you, uh, are you sending your people that are that are members, are you sending them to? Uh, some of these particular programs like uh, the Rise Loan Program, the GMCC Unites, are they good for those businesses that are uh, working with you?
5: Well, absolutely. Uh, I have worked, as as Mike said, everyone on here, we pretty much have worked together in order to get this information out. Now, and I will I will push uh, bizhelp.miami. I'm a board member of the Beacon Council, and so I'm a partner with Mike. And as Mike said, BizHelp.miami probably has all the information if you want to go to a uh, one-stop shop. Um, We talk about the $10,000 grant, um, the Tools for Change, PSE. uh, There was a $5 million uh, program put together in which every commissioner uh, had access to this, to their particular um, commission districts. And there were loans being made up to $25,000 that are forgivable loans so if you do what you're supposed to do uh, in terms of what um, taking care of your payroll taking care of those things in your place of business after a year that $25,000 loan will become a grant so there are, we talk about the $10,000 grant there's another $25,000 grant we at the chamber have a micro loan program in which we're loaning up to $25,000 so there's a plethora of, of of shops out there that have money uh bayside foundation has when we talk about uh the, the the monies that the county has given the bayside foundation and others but the bayside foundation also has a black business loan program for only only for black businesses so there is as i said a lot of money out on the street uh technical assistance is being provided by the beacon council and by, by us as a chamber as well. And then there's CareerSource South Florida uh, that is helping out quite a bit with Rick Beasley and the things that he's doing to support. And I believe that $10,000 came from Rick's uh, office, if I'm correct, Mike.
6: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, Juwan, one of the things that I would point out uh, is that you know, we haven't seen a shortage of funding uh, for these companies. That may sound strange because normally you'd say, okay, all the money's gone. But with the payroll protection program, for example, that's the largest of all these programs. The original round of funding was 250, I'm sorry, 350 billion. The second round was 250 billion. It did not all get consumed by companies, large or small. In fact, uh, in round numbers, about a little over hundred billion dollars uh, was not, uh, there was not enough loan requests to consume uh, about approximately hundred billion dollars plus of that money. So it went back to the federal government. Uh, we, the, the, the current uh, RISE Fund, the current RISE Fund still has money available as MJ said. And with CareerSource, they have a layoff aversion fund. And, and again, there's still money available. The challenge that the black businesses are having in particular is that they can't get an application completed successfully because they're missing some of the documentation they need. And so what we're trying to do through this partnership that we formed with all these different organizations is help those companies get the documentation they need prepared so that they can submit successful applications and take advantage of some of these programs. And then there's other assistance that's being requested, access to customers, uh, access to marketing support, uh, and other resources that businesses routinely have access to when they're large and established that many of the black businesses simply don't have access to. We've even got law firms and accounting firms and other business consultants who are volunteering their services, offering their services up pro bono, to help these small businesses gain access. And so that's why it's so important that companies come to BizHelp.Miami or reach out to us in whatever way they can through one of the partner organizations to take advantage of some of these programs so they can get access to these large funding pools that are available to help their companies grow.
5: Uh, Joanne, if I may? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I go back to talking about the back of the house. A lot of our businesses weren't able to access money from something as simple as not having their son biz up to date. So they're not registered mm. with the state or they don't have their uh, local licenses up to date. So it's those things, like Mike said, the technical assistance in, pull, in, in um, filling out the applications, having those things, having your payroll in order, uh, all of those things have been an a impediment or those are some of the things that have been impediments to having our businesses be successful in accessing these dollars.
1: And Alfred, I want to come back over to you because I want to ask you as South Florida enters phase two uh, of the pandemic and reopening, do you believe that the worst is behind us when it comes to these small businesses being impacted by the pandemic? Oh,
4: no, I don't think so at all. I mean, there's a lot of roll down effects um, uh, and a lot of people have been shut down for a while. Um, you know, and you know, look, look, small businesses like childcare are are struggling to to keep open and stay open and go forward. I I think I think we're we're in this for for a while. I, I think we've that's why we've got to really rely on one another. I think that's why we put these resources out there. Uh, Mike is absolutely right. There are dollars out there that are being left on the table. And I think it's because people may not know about it, or because they may not. Uh, like Eric was uh, alluding, uh, they may not understand how to do it. But again, all of us on this on this show have resources to help you. So you know it's a matter of go- going out and, and finding help. It's out there for you.'re um, we're, we're gonna get through this. I think a lot of small businesses are going are going to close, unfortunately, some have already. Uh, we we did a uh, we're doing a periodic survey of the of the business community throughout the whole COVID period. Um, and we found that in our second two weeks after opening, we found that a lot of the about 20 uh, percent of the businesses had to close uh, and lay off most of their staff. Uh, and only about half of those were actually bringing them back. So we know that there are a lot of businesses going to be closing, but it doesn't have to be yours. There are resources out here for you to to, to
5: access. And you know, and, Juwan, and, yeah, yeah. End, I was out uh, yesterday at a restaurant near my office. I happen to go to the office. I've been trying to get there a couple of times a week now, and they did not have um, in inside dining. Where inside dining has opened up back to fifty percent. But part of the challenge, I asked them, well, why haven't you opened up? They can't find the employees. Right. And that's the other thing. They got to get people back uh, right. to, to work. And the other thing, and Mike, you can uh, 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 talk about this a little bit. Uh, We were on um, the commission meeting yesterday with Dade County and the mayor, who happened to be a part of the um, recovery uh, process with the federal government. He came back and gave a report that uh, we're not going to be back to 100 percent until probably the third quarter of next year.
1: That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that. Actually, I'm hearing that all across the country. Uh, not, not only in South oh, Florida, I'm hearing political. the same thing.
5: Absolutely. This is the entire yeah. country we're talking the, about.
1: The entire country, uh, which, is, which is scary. And, and, and real fast, because I got to wrap up. But I want to ask each and every one of you last words here. What advice do you have for small business owners, especially black small business owners, What's the best advice you have for them right now before we close? i let's start, start off with you. Yeah, who wants to start? Yeah, I know. Everybody wants to start. Okay, MJ, let's start off with you.
3: Uh, I'll start. I think that, you know, what's been echoed here and things that I've spoken on before in the past, it's hugely important that, we, you know, Black businesses get their paperwork in order. That's really the ways in which you're going to be able to access a loan uh, or access any type of funding, right? People have to do some type of analysis. So really working with local CDFIs, uh, working with the Dade County Federal Recruit Credit Union, the Beacon Council, the Chambers, the other technical assistance providers to get their paperwork in order is hugely important. And if you do need help or you do need a small business loan, I really urge you in pride uh, to apply at risemiamidade.com. And the very last thing that I do want to say is that the idea of the RISE fund is that it will help the small businesses in right now as they fight to survive through COVID, but it's so that the fund will be there, right? This is a fund for Miami Dade County small businesses, so it should be here in perpetuity. And as people borrow from the fund and pay it back, we'll be able to lend out to more and more small businesses to really support this amazing community that we have.
1: MJ, thank you. Alfred? Well, so I would say uh,
4: we we need to lean on one another. Listen, the the organizations like the the our chamber, the Miami Day Chamber, the Beacon Council—they're put together in order for businesses to come together and help one another uh, to to you know create more businesses and, and and make sure that the business environment in Miami is has a healthy one. This is the time to lean on that. So uh, don't think that you have to go it alone. You you heard all of us here. They're, we're we're here for you. Be reach out get involved and be involved in
6: these, in these organizations that are there to help you.
1: Very good point, Michael.
6: Yeah, I would, uh, I would say, Juwan, there's a role for trusted advisors in this whole process of helping companies get access to these resources. It's organizations like uh, NBC6, uh, but there's also many individuals who really play a significant role and are deeply connected within the black business community. And I would encourage those advisors to work with organizations like ours, become become familiar with our resources so that when your relationships, your company partners, your friends, your family members, when they're looking for these resources, you can in good faith say, go meet with Mike Finney at the Beacon Council, go meet with Alfred Sanchez at the Greater Miami Chamber, go meet with you know, Eric Knowles at the, the Miami-Dade Chamber and MJ, et cetera. Because sometimes those direct warm introductions Makes a difference between a company being successful and not, and in many cases, those introductions are made by trusted advisors. Sometimes that's media, sometimes it's individuals, and I would just encourage the trusted advisors to really engage in this process as well. well so okay, Eric.
5: Well, again, as, as Alfred and, and uh, Mike has said, and and MJ, it's about being engaged. We at the chamber, we have a a zoom meeting with our members every tuesday and friday at four o'clock and exchanging information and what happens there is that these members are meeting one another and getting to know one another and actually doing business with one another we have technical assistance workshops as a matter of fact tomorrow morning on thursday if you go to www.m-dcc.org we're having a technical workshop on how to uh do crowdfunding how to uh put some money together to either start a business or grow your business. So it's about engaging with the chambers. I would, I would recommend that you join there. There are businesses that are members of multiple chambers. So I recommend, yeah. and I encourage you to invest in the greater Miami chamber, the Miami Dade chamber, Coral Gables mm-hmm. chamber, the Haitian American chamber, and it, it, the list goes on. So right. join a chamber and then get that support.
1: All right, Marvel Mar- Mar- Bishop. I'm going to leave the the last with you. Now I need you to put your mentor hat on right now for all those uh, small business owners, especially the black small business owners out there watching. Your advice for them, So I'm join, I guess uh,
2: the pressure's on, right? <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> um, so I- I'm going to be as trans- um,
2: so from a fellow black business owner to another business owner uh, that is of that that is black. The one thing that I would say is is to please put your pride aside. This is a very, very delicate and a very, very sensitive and a very, very unique time that we have right now. Um, Something that's unprecedented. Like we have never experienced this in our lives. And, um, you know, this is definitely not the time right now to, you know, have pride and have an ego and, you know, just – it's, it's, it's really the time right now to like really just because we are, we are a very private people we are you know but um as of right now i really feel that you know that pretty much the best advice I can give you know to my fellow you know black woman and man is a business owner it's to please 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 just lean on the resources and the help that you have because this is not something you've ever experienced and you know
1: From, so apparently, uh, we're having some we're having now. some issues with your audio, Mar- uh, Marvel. Unfortunately, the, uh, yeah, no. yeah, it's just uh because of the internet. It's just what we're dealing with with technology. But we get, get it, it. And, and, and because you're, you're 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 giving something so deep, apparently technology is fighting with you right <laughs> now. But we get <laughs> it. Put your, put your pride <laughs> to the side. Put your pride to the side, Marvel. Thank you so much for that advice. And, and gentlemen, thank you so much for the advice. And before we go out there, we want to make sure that if your business is hiring for all of those that are looking for a job, email us at icnbc6.com. At if you are looking for a job, search who's hiring on our website for a list of the companies that are expanding their workforce. And be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at nbc 6 as well. So Mike Finney, Alfred Sanchez, Eric Knowles, and Marvel Bishop and uh, uh, MJ Green, thank all of you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for this very, very important conversation because all of you are so important to our community and it's so important to make sure that we keep all of our businesses, especially our black ones, alive. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for tuning in to NBC Six Voices this week. I'm Jawan Strader. Remember, it's all about education. It's the key to success if you believe you will achieve. Have a good evening.